either or both. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, you do you do the dry rub, put, uh, then you uh, you know get a little sauce on it afterwards. But personally, I'm a dry rub person myself. See, I think I like dry rub too. You, yeah. I don't like dry rub, man. I like I like when it's sauce because I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm just an old school fat guy, I guess, man. I mean, hey, but he said you could do both. It's it's just personal preference. <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah. I like. I feel like when you do dry rub, because it's like dry rub is part of the cooking process. I mean, I guess so is sauce. But well, I put a I put a dry rub on there. Be, while I'm smoking my ribs or, yeah, but that's or my like seasoning, that's different. Like dry rub is. What's I mean, difference? I guess it's the same thing, but dry What's rub it? is meant in my mind. Like I said, like I'm not from Memphis. I'm not a barbecue kind of soy like that. But like in my uh, dry rub in Memphis either means. You know, you're gonna do the dry rub on the on the on the fire anyway. But then at the end of the at the end, you go ahead and sprinkle more of that dry rub on on the rib. Yeah, like the dry at, rub like is your sauce type deal. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't I mean, like you that. You can put sauce on top of that still. And people do that all the time. But mm-hmm. me, you know, I don't like my ribs completely sticky, icky, icky. I don't. Want, but then at the end of the at the end, you go ahead and sprinkle more of that dry rub on on the rib. Yeah, like the dry rub, like is your sauce type deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can put sauce on top of that still. People do that all the time. But me, you know, I don't like my ribs completely sticky, icky, icky. I don't want, I don't want candied ribs. I want ribs. I want, yeah. Bro, I want, I want to be eating fucking ribs and and eating like dessert at the same time. So much barbecue <laughs> sauce in the motherfuckers. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want your diabetes to tap out. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And hey, man, I don't I'm not diabetic. I'm livetic, okay? I'm positive about <laughs> you livetic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got these diabetics out here bitching and complaining about losing their feet and all that. Not me, man. It ain't never gonna happen. I'm livetic. You know what I mean? Hey, we got uh Mo Alexander on the uh podcast this week. Uh big Mo, man. so you've been out traveling, man. Where where you're you're a um you've been you've been a comedian. For how long now? I think I've read way 20- too long, way too long, dude. Way too long. Probably since you were a kid, but I mean, professionally, how long? You professionally, been way too long. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> when, when, uh, did just, you... when did I do what? When I start? Yeah, back in the '90s. Damn, really? Yeah. Yeah, you have been a comedian a long ass time, man. So, yeah. so what? What exactly? Um, how did you get your your start? I mean, where did you? You know, what What was the process that you had, you know, trying to decide that, hey, I want to become a comedian? And, you know, did you know somebody in the business or how'd that work out? There was no process, man. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there one night watching a TV show with my girlfriend at the time. We're watching an evening at the improv and I'm just like, I'm funnier than these people. And she <laughs> said, put up, she said, put up or shut up. And two weeks later, I started doing comedy. On the open mic stage at the Comedy Zone in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, yeah, my uh, comedy's still here. That girlfriend is long gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's usually how it goes, man. It's usually how it goes. When you know, yeah. and the crazy part about that, I always wondered, you know, if you hit successful, I wonder if that bitch will fucking hit you up. Oh no, she was she was crazy. She hit me with a car once. No, we don't. She's the only girl. She's the, she's the only ex that I have that I'm not friends with. Most of the exes I could talk to, we'll you know, we run into each other, we hang out, we'll get a couple of drinks, we laugh about some stuff. If I see that bitch, I'm filing charges. <laughs> Founder, locked like yeah, uh, like put a restraining order on that bitch. So oh my god! You you got on stage, man. I mean, that takes some balls because I'll be honest with you, Mo. 
I've been thinking about trying an open mic myself and it kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about it, man. I, I don't know how. Why? How you, it, Why? Why are you nervous? I mean, I think I'm. Except you, the fact, ex, except the fact you're going to suck very badly the first or second time you do it and just go do it. There's no, the only thing is, look, you got a, you got a podcast, you got a little studio built. There's nothing different than you taking your ass up on stage and saying something that you might think is funny. It's probably not, but you're going to go up there and do it and you can suck as much as you want to because it's an open mic. Everybody mm -hmm. open mic sucks at some point. I mean, my first one killed my second one. I sucked ass and had to learn exactly what I did the first time. Right. To go back and do it again. So what, but you, what do you, you know do, uh, when when you when you kind of I guess you call it bombing when you bomb that first time, man. I mean, I bet that was a kick in the balls, though. Oh yeah, but you know it determines whether you're going to get back up and do it again or you're going to go home and cry about it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're a comic, you're going to go back up and figure out what you did wrong. If you're a civilian, you're going to go home and cry about it. There's no crying in comedy. Go up there and kick ass. If you don't kick ass, try it again the next day. Figure out what make it work. So if you, I'm gonna tell you right now to your face, take your ass on an open mic stage. What you what you what you say you at again? We're in Florence, Kentucky. Right by Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, take your ass up to Go Bananas. Take your ass up there. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Guys, we're always telling you you gotta talk to someone when you're not feeling yourself and you're having a rough time with your mental health. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. I myself go through seasonal depression, and sometimes I just don't want to leave the house or, or leave the room, even for that matter. That is where BetterHelp's coming in. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or hell, even a video call, all from the comfort of your own home. If your therapist isn't the right fit for you for any reason at any time, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, gives you more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable rate. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com alpha. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash A-L-P-H-A. I've been thinking about it, man. Gio, what do you think, man? Do you think I could be a comic? I mean, I laugh at you a lot. Every, you. A lot of, you. Yeah, I know you laugh at me. There's a lot of times you laugh at me because I, I do say some recorded funny. shit. I mean, you have to give give a set. Like, tell me some jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we chop it up and, like, we laugh at each <laughs> other, like, in the heat of the moment, like, what's funny. But it's mm -hmm. like... Write some shit down. Set some jokes. See, that's, see where it goes. That's my problem. And and Mo, do you do you? I guess do you write skits out? Is that how you do your comedy? I I have I have an act, but do I? Is my act a hundred percent the same every single night? No, because I can't do that. I have ADD. I call it ad. So every show is completely different. Uh, I did a show Friday night in where were we? North Platte, Nebraska, and then there's probably. <laughs> Oh my god! Six minutes of actual material that came out that night. I just messed with people. So you do a lot of crowd work and all that. I do a lot of crowd work, but when it's when I when when it's necessary, it's just not crowd work to, because I, there's a crowd and I need to mess with them. It's just like something has to happen for me to want to do that. 
or mm-hmm. something, someone in the crowd that I have to say something to. Something, it's just not one of those things I'm doing just to because, uh, hey, it's time for the crowd work portion of the show. No, it's just I get bored. <laughs> I get bored in something. Like I've, I've, I've encountered something that makes me have to comment. Like if you see somebody get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of your set, then you're just going to have to let them have it. <laughs> it. It depends. Has that person been bothering me the whole night? If it's just <laughs> some, if somebody <laughs> just got to go, if someone's got to go pee, go pee. But if they've been, if they've been messing with me the whole night, oh yeah, we're going to talk to you right now. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've got a, um, a thing that I'm writing right now. Cause I, I'm, I really want to try to do an open mic. I really do. And, and I've been writing this joke about, and, and I was inspired. Because my wife, me and my wife and my brother-in-law went to Michigan um, to pick up some uh, uh, fun time shit. You know what I mean? Right. And so we went up there and I, have you ever traveled with skinny people, Mo? Um, yeah. Fucking terrible, man. <laughs> it's terrible. Them motherfuckers never want to eat. They don't want to eat. They don't want to stop and eat. And, and I got it. Like me and my cousin, my cousin's a big guy too, right? And right. when we're tra- when we're traveling, you know, we're stopping about every three exits and getting a cheeseburger or something like that. Big Ed, you know, yeah, you know, Big Ed. Yeah. Um. So it was. Just, so I'm right. I'm, I'm kind of writing a little something about that. This is the motherfucker. Oh. Big Ed's the motherfucker who brought his own steaks for himself to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, George. that's funny. <laughs> he was like, "These are for me." <laughs> like he brought his own steaks to your barbecue. That's hilarious. And grilled it on the grill. Yeah, he did. Yep. Oh yeah, but that I, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. It was cheaper for me. <laughs> you know how much food that motherfucker eats? Fuck. I mean, I can imagine he's a pretty big dude. <laughs> so where so you you uh got up there and it's enough about me, man. I want I want to make this about you, Mel. Yeah. What what so you got up there for the first time? Yes, and sir. did you know anybody in the business? I mean, was it or is this no. just kind of Okay, I'm just funny. I'm gonna get up here and do this. Before I ever did stand up comedy, I saw two comedy shows in person. One was one turned out to be a very good friend of mine later on in life, a guy named Reverend Billy C. Wirtz, and the other was George Carlin. Those were the only two comedy shows I'd ever been to in person before I did comedy. And uh no, I didn't know anybody in this business. I was like, screw it, I'm funnier than this guy I see on TV right here. And and uh I did open mic and just went up there and killed the first time and the second week weeks later I died horribly but I got back on stage the next night and did it again figure out what I did wrong it's gotta be addicting oh it is it okay. is you know I have to tell you like I'm not the same person I am off stage to our own stage as soon as I step foot on that stage there's a different version of myself that takes over and I am not responsible for the words that come out of his mouth or my mouth at that moment in time Right, but that's, that's something that I, takes time. That takes that takes a long time. That's not something I tell anybody to just go do. It's, you have to figure out who you are on stage, and once you are being able to figure out yourself on stage, then when you set foot on stage, that's who you are. Hmm. You got your persona. You get up there, right? You um. So what? What? What exactly? How do you prepare yourself to get up on stage? Is there like certain uh, music you listen to, or to get hyped up, or you just get up there and fucking do it? I just get up there and do it. I don't need to be hyped. This is, I mean, rarely, rarely, I mean, rarely the show that I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. And I'm just like, let's go. Let's do this. This is what I do for a living. This is what I do. I walk on stage and I destroy. At least I try to destroy every night. This is your full-time job. That's what you do full-time. You don't. 
I haven't had a day job. Well, I take that back. During the uh, pandemic, I had to go. Uh, during the pandemic, I had to do other things called comedy club shut down. So I had to go back to my other skill of computer repair and help out people. Uh, but yeah, I haven't had a day job in a very long time. Man, that's that's crazy taking that first leap. I mean, especially going into the comedy world, because I mean, from what I understand, you know, when you're doing like um, sets and things like that until you're a headliner, you're you're really not making a ton of money. And it's it's probably a struggle. And it's a horrible struggle. I'm not going to lie about it. You, you, you know, it's I'm not making the money I need to be making right now. But it's, when you're starting out. Ooh, and it's so much worse these days for people starting out now. I feel bad for them. Uh, I mean, when I came up, I, I I have stayed in airports, bus stations overnight till my flight took off to like to catch a ride to the next gig. There is, yeah, there. Everybody has some kind of story, you know, sleeping in your car, sleeping in somebody else's car, pulled over by the side of the road because you don't have enough money to buy a hotel room because you've just spent seven hundred dollars on gas, and you, you know this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's hard out there for a comic if you if you're new and if you're wanting to leave your city. Uh, so but if you, exactly if, you, if, if you want to do it, you do it. Right, right. It, I mean, it's it's definitely a grind, but I mean, it's it's got to be worth it at at some point. So you have you? So you are? Do you headline now, or what? You know what? What exactly are you doing these days? I mean, yeah, I headline there. I just I just left uh, the week before last. I was at the Comedy Works in Denver, one of the biggest A rooms in the country. And yep. uh, I've done the smaller of the two rooms in September, and I did this one in uh, last week, two weeks ago. Sorry, uh, in Denver, Colorado, and I'm headlining that place. It's yeah. I don't. The only time I will not headline if there's some major celebrity, and then you know, hey Mo, can you open for this dude? And I'm just like, sure. Who have you opened for? I used to tour with Keenan Avery Wayans back in the day. Nice. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to get I tried to get Keenan's mom to adopt me. I was like, uh, we were at her we were at her birthday dinner and I'm there and I'm just like look let me just uh he's like get away from my mama I'm like look I just want to ask her to adopt me I don't want anything from you financially I just want to be able to call myself one more way in one more way in she thought it was funny he was like get away from my mom <laughs> so do you still do you still talk to to Keenan as well or no I haven't seen him in a while about two or three years ago last time I spoke to him really. Um, yeah. what, what exactly, I mean, how was that traveling with him? Did you travel? Was this in like a tour bus or how, how did you guys travel? No, we, we catch flights and meet up, do shows. And then, uh, you know, I'd fly home. He'd fly home. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So you, yeah, it was uh, great. You, you, you uh, that's gotta be tough though, man. Coming out on the, to a, a guy of that caliber. No. Right? I mean, no? I feel like it would be awesome so? to get the exposure. You know what I'm saying? You get to open for somebody of that caliber. You know there's going to be a lot of people there to hear you, to yeah. hear your show, yeah. you know, hear your material. And then you and he wouldn't of, he he wouldn't have hired me if I'd sucked. Right. 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 I, and, I just uh, that'd be that would be hey, so so when did you start doing that? How far into your career did you start? Oh, doing? that was about six years in. Uh Oh, okay. I guess I used to, I used to work I used to work they used to work the improvs a lot in Dallas and uh Tempe Arizona and um 
what would happen was they're like, hey, we don't know if this guy's funny this week. Can you come in and be a middle act just in case he sucks? I'm like, sure, no problem. And uh, the first night I worked with Keenan, Keenan did not watch the show. He's over here just being, you know, hiding out. And so at the end of the night, we're in the green room, which was the office at the time, just hanging out. And one of my boys was kissing his ass. Like, could you sign this copy of Low Down Dirty Shame for my girlfriend? She's watched it like 30 times and all this other stuff. And he's got his hoodie on just doing his thing. And I'm an asshole. I'll tell y'all straight up, I'm an asshole. Because he's always talking about Low Down Dirty Shame. I was like, yeah, she had to watch it 30 times to get to taste the Glimmer Man out her mouth. Which was a very... (laughs) I said that to Keenan, and then Keenan took his hood off. He's like, oh, you think you're funny? I was like, no, sir, I know I am. You should probably watch me the next night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that started right there. That's awesome. That's, yeah. a, that's a cool story, man. Have you heard about the, uh, what is it, Joe Rogan's new um, comedy club? He opened up the mothership out in Austin. I have heard about it. haven't been to yet. My friend Sam Talent just headlined it last week, though. You know Sam Talent? Yes, he's a buddy of mine. Damn, man. You know who Sam Talon is, right? You don't? Man, he's funny as fuck. He's hilarious. They've had, like, Roseanne Barr out there. They've had um, Burt Kreisner. They've had uh, Christina P. All them people, man. Do you do you plan on going out there to visit? You know, uh, I, I'll be in Austin um, in November. There's a big comedy festival down there called Altercation Comedy Festival. I'll be there headlining a couple shows there. For that, and I might run by the comedy mothership and check it out and see what's going on. There's so many decent clubs down there in Austin already, though. Uh, I haven't really? talked to, huh? I'm sorry. Is it really? I've I've never been to Austin. Austin has a ridiculous amount of cool clubs. There's a club down there I used to work called the Velveeta Room, legendary club. Um, the Creek in the Cave is down there. Uh, comedy mothership, his place. This place called it's it's not really a comedy club, but that's what we do these shows called Kick Butt Coffee. And they have Altercation Comedy Festival, and it's like four days of everybody you could ever want to see that's funny. And it's just an excuse to get drunk and hang out with your friends. Well, see, I, I would I would love that, man. We we do a um episode of our, our podcast, we call it the Voidcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Basically, it's me and Geo just sitting in here uh, drinking. Drunk and hang out. Yeah, we get drunk it. and talk shit and record it, and uh, we go we we get into into the void, which we what we call the void, which is somewhere between sober and really drunk. Um, okay. And just talk shit, basically. So it's it's a good time, man. It's one of our uh, favorite favorite pastimes, right? What are y'all drinking? Uh, we drink bourbon, man. We drink um, mostly bourbon. Yeah, most. I've got a. Well, we've done tequila before. Yeah, we've done. T- I mean, we've done just beer. We've done tequila, but the majority of the time, we we drink bourbon. Yeah. Okay. Bourbon. All right. I'm a tequila drinker myself, so I understand. Yeah. yeah, tequila is good for diabetes too. So. Livabetes. 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 Yeah. Livabetes. <laughs> um. So so when you were uh, so did you grow up in Memphis? Yes, I did, sir. Born and raised. Really? How, how was, um, how was growing up? I mean, what, you know, I kind of, I like to ask because I I feel like that your childhood plays a big part in who you become when you're older, obviously. And someone that's funny, was your family, you know, pretty funny as well? Not at all. Not at all. They're not funny at all. They're not funny at all. It's horrible. It's horrible. They're horribly not funny. I was just, I was funny. Uh, I was 
just I'm just a weirdo. I have no problem saying that. I am a weirdo. The darkest shit makes me laugh. I grew up in a, you know, I was like five years old watching Saturday Night Live. <laughs> just oh, yeah. kicking back watching all that stuff. Um, yeah, I was I was an insomnia from uh, insomniac from birth, so I just stay up all night watching old reruns of TV shows and just laughing at them. Saturday Night Live. That wasn't my show of choice back in the day. I liked Mad TV. Fucking love Mad TV. In Living Color. Like, I I watched those, though. Yeah, but I predate both of y'all. So, In Living Color, I remember In Living Color, but that wasn't, that wasn't, uh, I was like 18 when that came on. (laughs) How old are you, Mo? None of your damn business, sir. You know better than that. That Don't play with me like that. You know better than that. (laughs) I bet you're not much older than we are. Uh, I'll take that bit. And we'll talk about it after we after we get off air. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, we'll that works. We'll answer that off camera. Yeah. So yeah. so how so you you started watching uh, comedy or I'm sorry Saturday Night Live. Where you know were you funny as a kid as well? I mean, did you get in trouble a lot for being funny or? No, I I, told, I was just on a different podcast. Told the same thing. When I was a kid, I learned early on if uh, screw the kids. If I make the kids laugh, I'm gonna get in trouble. If I make the teachers laugh, they were like, "Oh, he's pretty smart. We can make him. He's he's okay. We like him." I made I made the teachers crack up. I said, "Screw the kids." Oh yeah. What about your parents? I mean, were they? You know, what what do they think about it? They have no idea. They 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 have they hate. My mother hated me doing comedy. First time she came to my show. Um, you just heard this loud, like a plate, like a, a tray fell. I was like, somebody make sure my mother just didn't drop dead because I just said the words mighty big clit. <laughs> How'd she feel about that, man? Oh, she hated everything. As, uh, as I'm selling merch out after the show, she's running out the building. I'm telling everybody, the woman running out for her dear life is my mother. Tell her hello. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave you shit. Oh, she hated every minute. She hated every minute we do a comedy. She, she was like, Keenan Ivory Wayne called her one night. We were all drinking. Well, he might not have been drinking, but I was drinking. But he called my mother. He's like, do you realize how funny your son is? And she's like, well, that's nice. And just hung up on him. That's all he said? And he just hung up? Yeah, she was like, let me call your mom. I was like, you, yeah, because. And she just hung. She was like, that's nice. And just hung up on him. I'm just like, yep, that's her. She just hung up on him. Wow. Yep. Keenan Ivory Wayne calls you and you just hang up on him. Why, did, why yep. was your mother so opposed to you doing comedy? I don't know. Took the took the shine away from her. <laughs> Got you. So you you um. What about your dad? Did he was he happy that you were a comedian? Did he ever see any of your shows or anything? Or? No, he's never seen one of any of my shows. And uh, uh, we 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 don't deal with that man. He uh, faked his death in 1998. That's a long story, but that's true. Oh, did you say he faked his death? He faked his death. Listen, man, you got you can't just tell me that and not tell me the story. I don't know the story. He faked his death in 1998. And after my mom died, he called me on Christmas of that year saying, hey, I heard your mom died. I just wanted you to know that I was going through some shit and uh, that you still have another parent out there. And I'm like, no, I don't. Thanks. Bye. He just called you randomly. You did you not know? Did you know even know he was alive at that point? Nope. No, I did not. You thought he was dead that whole time. Yes, from 1998 to 2005, I thought that man was dead. Damn, man! I thought my dad was fucking not a good dad. That's crazy. I'm sorry, man. That's no, 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 no. You asked a question. I am the most honest comic you'll ever meet. I'll tell you any story you want to hear. I, you know what? To be honest with you, that that would be some damn good material, probably. 
I've never touched that because it's it's one of those Dude, things that's just true. It's it's insignificant to me. It's like, okay, so you weren't dead after this seven years we thought you were dead and now you tell yeah, yeah, go screw yourself, dude. No ill will. You do you. I hope you live, you know. Bro, I'm telling you, you had what don't you wouldn't you I mean you could just have so much material for that. That would be the way the way that you deliver it and everything like that. I mean I guess it would depend on the emotion that it invoked when if there was an emotional connection there, maybe, but there is none, so it's it's kind of hard to write something you don't care about. It would just be like talking, like you wouldn't have anything behind it. I feel what you mean. Yeah, that's crazy though. I've never. I can tell I, you stories. I can tell you stories that I mean, real stories that will make you piss yourself. But that one is just like, eh, okay. You have a lot of nerve to just tell. Like I don't know how you found out your mom died, but yeah, you just go like, ahead and do you. Even the way huh? you told. Her. Pretty short, sweet, to the point. You were like, my dad faked his death in '98. I, yeah. I just feel like we would be doing a disservice to our audience if he just glided right by that and didn't I mean, explain more to it. You know, what I mean? understand. I get it. I understand. <laughs> but there's no real funny to that for me because it was one of those things. Like, okay, he's dead. Oh, wait a minute, he's not dead. Uh, you no, I thank you. You have a good life. It's right. there's nothing emotional there for me. Right. So, so you feel like that anything that you like your skits or or your um, jokes or things that you write, you have to have some sort of emotional attachment to those jokes, like something behind it. Yes. Really? I yeah i i I write what I know. I write things that are real to me. I don't. I just, just some the, the absurdity stuff is always a part of the reality. Um. I rarely make, jo- I don't make jokes up. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not one. I was taught by a guy named Dennis Phillippe to take whatever's happening to you that day and find the funny in it. So that's what I do. It's not like I sit around like writing up a, a really weird material just to say something weird. No, if I say something weird, know that 99% of that story has actually happened to him. <laughs> and there's 1%, you got to figure out what is not actual real, but yeah, I, I I'm very real in my comedy, dude. So, so what, what? I is really your, have. Your I have really some some of my some of my intros involved. I've been banned from thirteen radio stations. True, I've had death threats at a what? comic. Oh, yes, what? and I have been protested by the Westboro Baptist Church. All three of those things are real. Okay, so let's hit on. We're gonna we're, we're developing on. a list here. We're gonna jump to the second one. Death threats. Yeah, I've had several death threats. Oh, tell us about that, man. I mean, what? Well, you know, who who sent you death threats? Oh, a lot of Trump people don't yeah. like me, and I'm okay with that. Bobby's a Trumper. Well, it used to be. I used to be. Used I think be. I I I don't think he's good for our country anymore. Um, but I did vote for him in the beginning. But I also voted for Obama. I vote for who I believe is the best candidate for the country and who I, who I can relate to as far as their policies and things like that, that I think would do the best for our country. Um, will I vote for Trump again? No, I'll say that out loud. You know what I mean? Right now, you know, DeSantis is probably going to end up getting my vote. Probably. Um, I'm, I mean, I see you shaking your head, Mo. Who, who are you thinking, man, as far as president go? Cause you are, I'm assuming you're a Democrat. Right, you can so you can assume what you want to, but that doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> so, so are you? So, are you a Joe Biden fan? You know what? 
I'm a fan of not fascist people taking over the country and taking away the rights of women who want to have abortions and people who are transgender to be, to be there, who they are. That's who I am. I agree I completely. Agree. I agree completely. I, well, how I would you how would you vote for DeSantis with that? Trying to after knowing that basically he's making gonna, gay people and explain. trans folks illegal in fucking Florida. I'm going to explain that because I because here's the thing. You're any any um, candidate that that comes out is going to have good and bad, right? They're going to have good policy. They're going to have bad policy. The only candidate that is going to be involved in dem- democracy and, and or as a Democrat is going to be Joe Biden. They're going to nominate Joe Biden as their candidate, and he's not good for our country. There, there's that guy can't even form a sentence. Okay, show me three things that he has not done. He's gonna. Well, I can tell you that the fentanyl crisis has escalated since he took over because he opened nope. up our borders. Yeah. Not true. Not true. If you want to go back to that statement where Marjorie Taylor Greene said they, they have stopped 11,000 tons instead of the 3,000, that means they were caught. They stopped They stopped 11,000 tons from getting in. It didn't get in. It was stopped. Right, but it has increased. The deaths of fentanyl has increased in the last two years. By we're we're seeing over a hundred thousand deaths a year from fentanyl poisoning. Uh, how much of that is actual fentanyl, and how much of that is still the opioid crisis from the past fentanyl. eight years? That's fentanyl poisoning. That's straight fentanyl poisoning. That's the statistics. And where is it coming from? China? No, is it it's coming from, from Canada. The Mexican cartels are developing fentanyl now. And the borders, with the borders being open, it's allowing more and more into the our borders country. are not open, sir. That's why they, they have people outside to uh, stop. You know, that's why they have whatever a uh, border patrol. If there was no border control, you could say it's open, but there is border patrol to stop people to come in. They people have to go in, and yes, there are people who illegally cross the border every single day. But there's also people who are asking for asylum coming across and getting it as well. Now, uh, what is that? I don't have a problem with people coming over here because this nation is made of immigrants anyway. Everyone in this country who first got here was running away from something else. Yeah, I I completely agree with you, and I have no issue with that as long as they're doing it legally. If they're doing it, I, I the problem I have is if they do it illegally. I, I, I mean, I don't think anybody should be able to come just walk across the border into our country and become. A That's city. how you have to do. You have to come. You when you apply for immigration, you have to come here first. It's like, hey, I need yeah, asylum. Doing that, a lot of them are coming across and just going straight to the workforce. Who's That's hiring the issue them? Issue that I have. But what, what I'm Who's saying is that they. But but back to my original point as far as what Joe Biden goes. Do you, you really think that he is um, capable of, of running this country? Doing a, damn, de- doing a decent job of it right now. I disagree, man. I disagree. I don't think he's doing a great job. Our, our, we're, about to be, we're about to go into another recession. We've got mm-hmm. the- Yeah, we are about to go into another recession because of the shit that happened before Trump left. He laid traps for him, such as the whole Afghanistan pullout thing. He made a deal with the Taliban before Trump, before Biden got in, saying that we were going to leave the country on this such and such date. And when he did that, there was no way to pull out of that. That's yeah, one thing. Biden left sixty-six million billion dollars worth of equipment over there. That was not sixty-six billion dollars. That's a, that's an exaggerated number. You know it. 
<laughs> I'm, I just know what they report, man. I That's know. I, 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 you, I, I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that they. That it wasn't or it was. We can all we can debate this all day, sir. I will do this. I will debate this in religion with you twenty four seven. I have no problem with this. I, I, I highly doubt that we have anything to debate on religion. But um, as far as the the billions of dollars worth of equipment that's been left over there, that is the. Freedom administration has said that and stated that that's how much was left there. No, they did not state $66 billion. They took everything. And, yeah, say they left a lot of stuff because, as I said earlier, Trump laid the trap like, okay, we'll be out by this date. Oh, we don't have to take anything with us. So when he had to get out of there, he had to leave a lot of shit over there. But they also made that shit unusable. So it's not like... Taliban is running around in $50,000 Hummers. They've got shitty parts for Hummers that they have nobody to fix. And same with planes and helicopters over there. That shit didn't work for them. It's just junk. We left them junk. No, we left them. I mean, they, they obviously, nope. they left them state-of-the-art equipment. No, they did not. They did not. They, they We left them junk. We junked that stuff before we left. Was left eight am I so I'm sorry, eighteen point six billion dollars worth of weapons and other equipment. Which is a lot less than sixty-six billion, sir. Yes, I misstated that. But eighteen but eighteen point six billion dollars is still a lot of equipment to leave behind. But the equipment was we left shitty equipment back. Google it. You can go Google it. He's Googling it right now. It says everything that was provided to the Afghan forces was on the same level as ours of those of our allies. The official also but said we took it up. as was- we left, we destroyed a lot of the stuff to make it work. It wasn't like, hey, we're just going to take a battery. No, it's just like, oh, this engine is trash now. They trashed a lot of that shit they left over there. They did not trash all of it. They left plenty over there where the Afghan forces could pick up rifles, if pick up that was, pick rifles, up missiles, um, missile launchers, helicopters, things like that. And if we're if 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 we're going to see how hard it is to can't buy okay, a helicopter, did, 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 hey, did, okay, so they have. Do you think they really have a technician over there in the Taliban who could fix an Apache? Yes, no. They, yes, I no. do. They, they have plenty. No, of, they don't. How, how do you all those service guys that we have over there to take to do the maintenance over there? Once you take a you take a patch up, you got to bring it back down, and somebody has to go look and make sure this thing is working properly. They don't have that over there. They don't do have the people. They to have, do- a, have an infrastructure like like any other terrorist. It's one of the largest terrorist organizations in the world supplying them and being there. These people. I mean, these are not a terrorist organization. I know, I know that, but I'm saying it is a terrorist organization. It was. Now it's their government, and that's that's the crazy part about it. So if you think that they don't have people that they can bring in to fix these things and to utilize these weapons and utilize these Apache helicopters or whatever else tanks, whatever else we left over there, if that was true, you'd be seeing video footage of Taliban flying around in Apache helicopters. Have you seen that? I have not, but have you seen... That's why you haven't seen it, because they don't work. You cannot tell me 100% that they cannot fix that equipment. Um, Where are they going to get the parts from? Can you have Russia? Where are they going to get the parts from? Russia. They can't order... Hey, America, you left some Apache jets or Apache helicopter over here. You mind sending us some parts? 
Because we're the only one who Iran, makes the parts for Russia. those. What do you mean? They they have deals with Iran and Russia. You think that there's Russia not... does not make a single part for an Apache uh, helicopter. But they can get it. How? They'd have to buy it from America. Not necessarily. You Not really? So those Apache helicopters don't just run on American pieces. I mean, there's some shit manufactured in other countries that are going to work and they can patch it up and fix it. They but haven't yet. The problem is it's not all the equipment. It's all the equipment. They did not trash all the equipment. I mean, that's that's a proven fact. They they have weapon weapons they use. I mean, we left them massive amounts of weapons. And this is why you want to vote for DeSantis. No, no, you got me on a tangent about this. And I'm telling you how I feel about that. What I'm saying is I I don't see another candidate. I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden because I don't think Joe Biden's fit to run our country. I wish you're going to vote for a fascist who wants to take over and become a a demagogue himself. I think all of them want to. I was going to say that. No, not all of them want to. Some people actually want to make the world a better place. DeSantis is having a fit because Disney told him to go fuck himself on the Don't Say Gay Bill. He's a small, petty man who has uh, taken away the. Teaching my kids about any sort of sexuality. No one. (laughs) You can't. No one ever in my school taught me about gay people unless they were themselves gay and I hung out with them. But they are now. I've got kids that are in. Right now, yeah, they are. I'm telling you, they are. What? I, what? What? They have a gay I class at their kid's school? No, they don't have a gay class. But I don't want them to. You don't. You don't plant the seed of becoming transgender or something like that, or 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 whatever the case. Like, okay, for instance, here at Boone County, where I live, they were putting fucking litter boxes in the bathroom because kids were no, identified no, as they were not. That's a lie. My, I'll bring that's my a lie. Years. That is a straight up lie that somebody tried to say because of furries that somebody wanted to put litter boxes in there. And I'll then that whole rumor in here right now. And he'll tell you that that's what happened. And I, my, daughter, my daughter said the same thing about her elementary school. There is nobody putting litter boxes in. Yeah, for furries to, dude, in that case, you need to get your kids out of that fucking school system. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. The no, that's not a thing that happens in a regular school system and something's have, wrong with where you're going to take your kids if that's going on because that's not a real thing. But it was a real thing. like part of the direction the whole There's a whole group. Taken, There's a whole group like, on Facebook like of Boone County residents that like, say the same thing. Everything about And I can make up a whole group of Memphis, Tennessee residents to say, hey, Mo Alexander's your new God. It doesn't make it true. But, it but I know firsthand experience that it is. You have seen a litter box in a school. I believe my son and my daughter. I will. Have you seen it with your no, own eyes, other sir? Kids, other kids did say that there was there. My kids said they were there. Just so I because believe. maybe there's a cat in the school that nobody knows about that they brought a litter box in because no one's going to say, hey, Bro, kid, why don't you go shit in a litter box? No, they're not bringing a fucking cat in the school. because A lot, gonna, of, cat, a lot of schools have little animals rolling around. What is, my, what is my political stance? What do I say about both Republicans and Democrats all the time? What, what, is my, what do I say about politicians in general? He can't hear you. They're all corrupt. I say that about both sides. I'm, I identify as an independent. 
What I'm I, saying I, is I, I don't never, identify as anything when it comes be, to it, but I know the fine, fact that's that, up to you, but there's never going to be a time where we get a politician that runs for office that is completely perfect and all their policies are be, are good and they're not corrupt. OK, so the problem is, is that Joe Biden is not fit to run this country. And the, the, the thing is, is the Democrats put him in office. OK, and he's the most popular president in, in the history of, of, of democracy. OK, and they don't want to admit that he's unfit to run the country. First of all, he's not the most popular president in the history of democracy. What's that? First of all, he's not the most popular president. According to the democracy. No, no. The, the votes he got at the time was like, no, hey, uh, we need somebody else in here other than a psychopath named Trump who cares only about himself and making money. I agree with you. But it wasn't. And DeSantis Joe is nothing Joe but a Biden flunky. Okay, but I'm talking about Joe Biden right now, and I'm telling you why I'm going to vote, but it's not you're not allowing me to finish what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that Joe Biden is not fit to run the country. The Democrats won't admit that he's not fit, so they're going to let him run anyways. He's not fit to run. He's the oldest president we've ever had. He's got to be like Trump is two years younger than him. Big deal. But he can put a sentence together. I'm not talking about Trump. Really? I just I said, have, I've seen many of his videos where those he's put sentences together, but none of it made sense. I just said Trump is not who I would vote for. But I, I don't know why we're, we're talking about Trump at all, because I, I don't even I don't even consider I don't think Trump should be in office either. He's not fit for the country. Neither is DeSantis. He's just a fascist. But, this, but who? But that's what I'm asking you. Who is a better option? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who's a better option? Biden and you don't pick DeSantis. Who do you back? I mean, I, of the people we have right now, I'm voting for Biden. I, I don't, I just disagree, man. I just don't think he's mentally capable to run as the a country. person who, and as a person who lives in Tennessee, as a person who lives in Tennessee and is seeing the Tennessee Republicans take over the state Congress, take over the state legislature, and try to kick people out for speaking their minds, uh, who are duly elected members of the of the House, to have them move. I, I will tell you right now, I will fight fascism in any way, shape, or form on this planet, in this country, determining by who or whatever. I don't care if it's through jokes. I don't care if it's by writing essays every single day of my life. I don't care if it's out there going out to vote for Biden again. I'll tell you right now, I will fight fascism in every shape or form it is. And this is not, this is me as a human being, as a comic, whatever you want to call me, but that's who I am. And I see him and the way he's run um, uh, Florida into the ground where he's having a shit fit about Disney doesn't want to follow my directions. I see him as a fascist. I see him as a fascist. And if he's going to do that there. I get his point, though, but that's a big thing going forward. Like, you can't just alienate a whole group of people. I'm not saying you you can. That's why I'm asking you, if you can show me a better candidate than Biden and DeSantis, I would consider it. But I, Biden is not capable of running our country. He can't the, the the dude? I wish him the best, man. I, I think he was pretty I, lucid, and I think he was pretty lucid and uh, wordsmithy on Saturday night doing the uh, doing the, uh, the doing the dinner. I watched that him and my boy Roy Wood Jr. and both of them crushed that crowd. What about every other? Did you watch his? Did you watch his press conference he had today? How many times been, have you seen him try to walk off stage and not even know where he's walking to, or try to shake someone's hand that's not even there? That's not normal, man. You can't put someone in charge of a country 
and under that much stress. So you, you've already made up your mind that no matter what I say, you're going to do your own thing with him, and that's fine. Uh, no, you I'm, can be I'm, wrong. I'm I made up my mind that I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden, period. I don't well, care. You, well, why, why do you want to vote for DeSantis and fascism? Don't you love America as much as you think you, you, think you should? I don't do, you want democracy to be? Do you, do you not value democracy as a way of life in this country? Yes, but I think Joe Biden is not the proper candidate. But for do the you country. think? Do you think Biden democracy? Do you think candidate. democracy is a better choice of political environment than fascism? Yeah, but I don't see. So here's the thing: I also believe that the president of the United States doesn't even. Okay, have you're the, not. You're you're trying to change the yeah, topic. Did, I'm asking I, you a very simple question: democracy or fascism? Which do you like? Democracy. All right, then. Well, that's who you should vote for. Someone who doesn't want to turn this into a uh, a fascist country where there's a demagogue at the head. That's what you should vote for. I don't care who it is. I don't care if you vote for Haley. I don't care if you vote for Ted Cruz. I don't care who you vote for. It has nothing to do with me. But I'm saying if you value democracy, you have to take that as your comment. Not as, I don't like the guy because he's old. Who gives a fuck if he's old? You know, old people still can rock. He can't talk. He can't have a conversation. It's in the press every single day. They talk about it all the time. You you are a true Fox. You are a true no, Fox I don't television. Even, I don't watch Fox News. Fox News is bullshit. CNN's okay, bullshit. Well, okay. I don't watch. Well, where do you, I don't where do you get? What do you? Where do you get the main? Where do you get your main news. point of your news, sir? I get independent news. Okay, and so it's basically those, those sort of things. Basically, bloggers. You you're reading bloggers. I trust the bloggers' news story than more than okay, I do. That just tells me a lot, right there. I mean, okay, so let's not let's let's throw the blogger out. What I'm saying is, is independent news media and independent news sources. Independent independent news sources means blogger. Unless you can find me variable sources to back up these statements, that's just a blogger. That's me on a computer writing an opinion piece. Who who do you get your news from? Depends on the day. Okay. Okay. Well, for instance, today, who did you get your news from? Uh, like earlier today, I was reading some Twitter things and that went back to Axios. Uh, right now, I'm watching something on MSNBC as I speak to you guys. That's a blogger. Axios is not a blogger. Okay, Twitter so is. It's an independent news source, right? I Hold just on. Feel like trust mainstream news because, you, and we, and this is proven. Like you can look this up anywhere. They report the same shit word for word. Like one person at the head of all of that owns all of that, puts out the stories that are get reported. So it's like regardless of where you hear it, it's the same story. So it's like you kind of gotta go to independent news just to hear something that's different. Because all of the mainstream... News- Why do you think they want to ban TikTok? They want to ban TikTok because it's the only social... It's the only social site that's not controlled by an American company. Exactly. That um, really that's my, got... What? Exactly. That's my point. They want to ban TikTok they because of all... It. They There's video... Okay, so how many times in the news sources that you watched and that the one, any of them that you watched, CNN, Fox News, um, Axiom, what, wherever you get your news... How many times have you seen about the protests in France that are going on right now? All the time, because I watch, as I said, I watch Axios. Okay, but I'm, okay, but how, okay, so how many times have you seen it on a mainstream Fox News, CNN, um, MSNBC? Um, They're not showing it because they don't want us to riot like they did, because, exactly. they, because of, 
That's why they want to get rid of TikTok because there's videos and shit on there. It's like you gotta you gotta give the actual information, not just what you want the people to hear, so that you don't do undesirable. That's not news. That's I will agree. I will agree that you have to get news from other sources, but your sources have to be real sources. It's not. Oh, you cannot have a news source from a blogger that's not. Is some dude just like I feel like this is blogger. You said blogger, and you can say. Any news source has a blog and they write a blog. It's the same thing. I trust. No, in there's a difference between a journalist and a dude with a computer. There's not anymore. That's that's where you're wrong. There's no, not any because journalists are trained to ask questions and be logical and talk to people, not just go ahead and throw it out an opinion piece. The but difference the between a right? news reporter and Tucker Carlson is Tucker Carlson. All he was ever did was an opinion piece. News reports what goes on. They, the what, when, where and how. That's the, the news. Journalists these days reports what they're told to report, not what the people want. I'm not, not disagreeing with that. But at some point you have to say you go. If you go down that path, if you're saying that, if you don't disagree that the average journalist reports what they're told, then how can the mainstream, they're just reporting what they're told to report. So if you don't go and search out information on your own. I have already said to you that uh, news sources are bullshit. But what this is one thing, he's saying he cannot name to me an independent news source that he would go to listen to find his news. I've given you at least one name, Axios, which is not a, one of the ones out yeah. here with CNN and all those others. And they report the bullshit that most people don't report. Same with Vice, which is another company that's very weird, but they show you news that most people don't see. They won't, won't show you. If you go to TikTok and you click a link and watch the uh, Paris uh, protest, and then you see it says Axios on it, I'm like, okay, this is a real thing. It's the difference in like, hey, this guy had a, just a video camera out, and now he's telling me a different story than what's actually happening on this protest. I would not trust that one. I mean, understandably so. Like, you don't just trust what you see. You you take in the information and then you do your due diligence and you search out the rest of it yourself. That's when that's, but that's independent. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm going to see something random and then go check Fox news because I've already seen Fox news because it's the same thing. CNN, NBC already told you the difference is the, the random input of information that you get. That's not what they report. Independent news sources will t- will tell are the ones that are blowing the lids off fucking conspiracies in the government. They're talking about all the shit, the injustices that are being done to the American people. This whole thing with the I don't know how you feel about UFOs and aliens, but the whole thing with the UAPs that was blown open by an independent news source. Do you see this shit on Fox News, CNN? You probably didn't even see it on Axiom. That's what I'm saying. They want to get rid of TikTok because TikTok, there's actually stuff on there that they can't, they cannot control the narrative on TikTok. That's why they want to get rid of TikTok. And you even agreed with that yourself, like because they because it's not owned by America, therefore they can't directly control it. Listen, here, here's what I'm going to do. Okay, I will, and I'm, I'm going to say this live right now. I'm going to look into Ron DeSantis more. Okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that. I, you know, maybe I should look into him more if there's some fascist fascism going on there and things like that. Then maybe I should reconsider. But I promise you that I, it doesn't matter if Ron DeSantis is the biggest fucking dictator in the world. 
I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I'll vote for an independent. I'll write Geo in before I vote for Joe Biden. That's fine. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. So I'll agree with you. If he does have these policies, and no, I've not read. He said vote for whoever you want. He just has his own different beliefs about DeSantis. And and to be honest, like, in my own personal research of DeSantis, I, I agree with Mo. Like, DeSantis, like, just... Regardless of his other policies, mm-hmm. he might be heading in the right direction with some things, but just how fervently wrong he is about that one idea is going to send everything down the wrong path, in my opinion. I okay, because it's, like, it's like no matter what. So like, I can agree with you it, on that. I, I see what he's, he's trying saying. To make it illegal for people to be who they are, and it's like you don't know. Like in the future. We could have trans people who are some of the best leaders this country could ever fucking. Bro, have. our next guest is a transitioning woman. I, I you know, know what that. I mean? So, so, like, it's not. I'm not against that. But what I'm saying is, is that our next guest is also somebody who's very politically inclined, who could make great changes for the country. That's fine with me. If DeSantos becomes president, that's never going to fucking happen. I don't. Exactly. I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know about that as far as that goes because I don't believe that the president, the, the pre, any sitting president, has that much power. I mean, you have a lot of power. Well, look at Vladimir. Look at Vladimir. Sure, you can. You can make executive orders. The president can just make shit happen if they want. Yes, you, there's ways to fight it, but the president can make shit happen instantaneously. You can have. It's not the president we have. It's not the president thing, what I'm talking about. It's talking about all these small legislatures in the states go through and make laws against people and are making people illegal. In Tennessee, they're trying to make it illegal for a drag queen to be around a kid at all. So, And the, and the law is written to the yeah, point where it will... The law is written to a point where a transgender person could be arrested yeah. for being in the same place. What is that? Well, who's who, I want to I want to read about this. Who what who is it that's making that law? Tennessee legislature. legislature. It's on hold right now because the judge stopped it. But that's the law. They have written the law poorly to where drag queens or transgender people, anyone who they consider out of their uh, normal form of dress. Could be considered a drag performer and then go to jail. Well, here's how I feel about drag queens. Drag by nature and and is sexual. And I get well. So all right. So technically, the term drag just means dressing outside of the gender norm, and and that's kind of going away with everything that's going now because it's, they're just saying there is no gender norm, and they're just clothes. But. I think but, of actual drag queen. I think of like a drag show, like dress provocatively, dancing like a stripper, like you know what I'm saying. But, like putting but, on what I'm, but what the, the way they have written the law is that have to do with children. No, listen, a drag show at an adult bar is not for kids. Okay. Drag brunch. At three o'clock and at eleven o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, they're not going and grinding on anybody. They're not doing anything they do in a drag alone. show. That should be left alone. Yes, I agree with you on But that. the way they're doing it is the way they have written the laws is that a trans person who can be considered a, a you know in drag, I would never consider that. But the way they have written the law, a, a, a person, a, tr- a transgender person, could end up in jail because another person complains that they're around a kid at a mall. Yeah, so I'm, that, I'm reading, okay. So you're right about that, Mo. So I'm I'm wrong. reading. Hold on, I'm reading about it right now. And the law 
states adult cabaret performances will be banned in public or in the presence of children from occurring within 1,000 feet of schools, public parks, or places of worship. And I agree. But then it, hold on. It also states, and he's right about this, it's too, it's vague. Um, hold on. Let me see where I just found that. Um, basically, they're, say, they're saying that the Tennessee bill is so constitutionally vague, there's little clarity about what falls under the jurisdiction of the ban. Making business owners, performers, and other uncertain of others uncertain of what could come. Um, so, I mean, I don't necessarily see an issue with banning kids from attending adult cabaret shows. But if the law is so vague that it's not allowing a transgender person to be around children, that's wrong. Agreed. Exactly. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Like, and yeah, see, this is what I'm like, trying to tell you. You're saying you saying you don't want kids at a, at a cabaret. That has never been an issue. Be, that's not a thing that happens. No one's like, hey, it's well, midnight. We're going to the drag show. Let's bring a three-year-old. That doesn't true. happen. That's you not can't. True. Have you ever been to it? Have been you ever been one? Recently, they've had drag sh- they've had drag performers come in their cabaret get-ups to schools, to elementary schools. They that are is- not the same get-ups that they will be wearing with yeah. a listen. A drag queen reading I'm going to with him on this because they're not they're not as provocative. Was still too provocative for elementary school kids. I want to look that up. Hold on. Okay. Pull it up. But but I I mean I I think that it it it's a fine line between um Allowing kids to go to these cabaret shows or anything like that, because I think no the, kid goes to cabaret shows. Can't say no kids. You're you're making a general. Yes, statement. I can because all cabaret. No, every time every you have a, oh no, listen show. to me. If you listen, you won't believe you won't believe to me. The kids don't go to cabaret shows. Cabaret shows are usually twenty one and up. How are you going to get a three-year-old in there? How are you going to get a five-year-old? There's alcohol in there. You can't have kids in bars. You can't do that. So that's not a thing. This law was completely made up to hurt the transgender community and the gay community. That's what's happening here. And it's starting in states like Florida and Tennessee and Texas, all these deep red Republican states who with legislators who have legislatures who've been gerrymandered to the point where they have super majorities. Hold on, I'm I'm looking some more information up. Go right ahead. Okay, so I typed in drag show at elementary school. Fox News was the first thing that popped up. Drag Uh, queen straddles girl at North Carolina public school video shows, which in the video, yes, you were correct. She's not provocatively dressed, but students aren't allowed to to straddle each other at public schools. So, but they let a a drag queen do it. Apparently not. Because if it's a news story, apparently they didn't like it either. If it wasn't a news story, it's okay. It may, you know, I don't know that I don't know that the, the, SF gate parents live it over California schools mandatory drag show, drag show mandatory the school made it mandatory for the students to witness a drag show I mean I'm 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 on Google right now and I'm finding news story after news story after news story and not just from mainstream media that talking about kids being at cabaret shows across the country you know what? I have been going to drag queens most of I mean, drag shows most of my life. I have never seen a child at a drag show at 11 o'clock at night. 
I have been to a drag brunch where everybody's having fun, drinking mimosas, drinking orange juice, and they're just having a good old time. No one. My brother, my brother was gay. I used to go to the gay pride parade with him every year. I, I have no issue with it, but I, I, but here's the thing: it, it's happening more and more. Is what I'm saying, though. The, the, the culture and the things are changing to the point where, yeah, there is. There's news stories on Google. I'm, I'm looking at them. There's, there's massive amounts, pages of news stories talking about woke moms bringing their oh, kids God. to cabaret shows. Woke moms. That doesn't even. That sentence. That those two words don't even go together. How do they not go together? How do you define woke, sir? How do I define woke? Mm-hmm. What do you think the definition of woke means? A woke ideology is is someone that um, pushes a, an agenda. On... How woke? Okay. The term woke came from the black community years ago, and it just means stay conscious, stay awake. Do you what they've been doing to you? That's what it means. It says keep. No, that's what it means. If it's any other definition today, that's someone else who changed the definition and makes you want to think that's what it means. That's not what woke means. Regardless of who changed it, It it's how the narrative is. No, the narrative. You can change. You can you can say it's changed, but the term woke truly just means. Stay visual, stay conscious, know what they're doing to you. That's all woke means. Anybody else who changed the definition has changed it for their own point of view and to skew the knowledge of the world. That's all it is. Point. We That's understand the problem. That. We understand that. But nonetheless, it has been spun. And now woke is it has been spun by a group of people who want to hold other people down who have tried to stay You're woke. Right. You're right. We all agree on that point. Nobody's disagreeing with you. We're not saying that what it used to mean isn't like what it should mean now. We're saying that no, it's just it not- is what it still means, but the definition that he is about to give me is not the correct definition. That's the to definition they want. That's the definition they want you to tell to other people. It's an ideology. There's no ideology about being woke. Being woke just that means that keeping that up. You just know what you're doing with Because woke has become a very big thing with cancel culture. Yes, because they want it to. They want to give you buzzwords like critical race theory, which never was a thing for any school system. Woke itself is a buzzword now. Yes, it is a buzzword. It is a buzzword now. It is. I will give you woke is a buzzword. That's the issue. It doesn't matter what it. What I'm saying is, it does not matter what it used to be. It doesn't it matter. It still means that, though. You're saying well, used to. It still it means right. that. It's the it other people with the agenda exactly. who want to tell you what it's supposed to mean. If you ask the majority of the of the United States what woke means, they're going to tell you exactly what the narrative the news is trying to tell you. But also, if you ask the majority of Americans where a certain capital is in a state, they won't be able to fucking tell you because Americans are stupid. That's, that's true. Exactly. That's <laughs> the problem. That's That's what I'm trying to say. People are stupid and they can spend these news sources can spend their narrative and they are doing that. And they're changing the, the it, it's That's an ideology, the definition of a word. That's how they're doing it. Because, because the American people, I would say probably 90 percent of Americans, they read a headline. That's it. They don't read the article. They don't go and do their own research or anything like that because they're so wrapped up in their mundane everyday life, worried about their own life and their own kids and their own family and their businesses and their jobs and their finances that they don't have time to go into it and look into these, these news articles. So they see a headline and that's what it is. Why do you think Facebook and all these and Twitter and all these social media sites have put on there? Now, when you go to share an article, 
If you did not open that article and read that article, they put a thing. Don't you think you should probably read this before you share it with anybody? It's because people don't do it because they're stupid. You're right. But they have turned it into a negative connotation. Yes, because the people who are the people who came woke, they want to stop that. They want to stop people standing up for their own rights and You're telling right. you You're what's right. wrong. You're that correct. that's why woke is such a buzzword. Same with CRT. The cancel culture is the one that came up with the new terms for woke. They're the ones that sort of spin in the narrative of what woke means. And who are the people behind cancel culture? Cancel culture? Mm-hmm. People that get offended because they're pussies. <laughs> people that get offended by what you say and what I say and what he says and what, what a fucking comedian says. That's cancel culture. People that get offended. Like very easily. Like the people at your show who give death threats because you're telling jokes. Oh, uh, Republicans. Gotcha. They're not all Republicans. Oh my God. That's who I've been getting death threats from. Back, it's li- it's mostly liberal Democrats, le- far left Democrats that are being that are considered cancel culture. Not yes, true. It yes, it is. Show Republicans me are the ones who scream, "I've been canceled so much!" They're like, they tried to cancel me. Republicans no, are the ones no. that are getting canceled. Really? Yeah. Before Elon Musk took over Twitter, how many people on how many people that were considered a Republican part of the Republican Party are on the right? If you will, how many? How many of those people you want to say that get kicked off Twitter did so because they spread false information, either about COVID or the uh, fucking uh, shit. A lot of that stuff's coming out that that shit that like Joe Rogan, for instance. Do you do you think that Joe Rogan is is a Republican or a Democrat? I think Joe Rogan's an idiot. Well, that's fine, but but a hundred million other people in the world don't think Joe Rogan's an idiot, and he got canceled because he talked about something during COVID. That they didn't want, that wasn't part of the narrative of our government and part of the narrative of pharmaceutical companies. They He talked about it, and now it's coming out that all that shit was true, but it was censored. It was censored on Twitter. It was censored on, on social media. And I'm not talking about just him. There's a lot of things coming about, out about the COVID vaccine. Do you know that the original COVID vaccine is no longer allowed to be administered in the United States because of all the side effects that it causes? Uh, let me guess. You never got a shot, did you? No, I don't need it. I've never had COVID, never, never once had it. I laid next to, actually, hold on. I did get the I first shot. Get I did the get shot. the first shot. I did. And I've always been a proponent of vaccines. Okay. But I'd hope so. But the problem is, is that they lied. They try to tell you that you had, would have had better immunity and it would have stopped COVID completely. When that agenda true. became false and the American people started seeing that agenda became false. Then they switch it to all. Oh, well, you'll have better immunity if you get the COVID vaccine and and the and have natural immunity. That was bullshit. And that's coming out to be bullshit. The World Health Organization is starting to admit that the COVID vaccine is not as effective as they originally thought. So that's what I'm talking about. All I know is uh, all I know about COVID vaccinations is that if I hadn't had mine, I would be dead right now because it knocked me to it knocked me into the hospital for a week and fucked up my body to the point where I could barely walk. Seventy three percent of hospitalizations in the United States were obese people. No, no, they had nothing to do with me being a priest. That is one hundred. No, no, listen to me. Listen to me. I can tell you exactly how. What it is, you can tell me till you're blue in the face. It's on the VAERS website. 
the the federally regulated website about vaccines, it's on there. 73% of, of Americans that were hospitalized were obese or had comorbidities, heart disease, asthma, respiratory issues, diabetes is a big one, things like that. And then also, I have America, none of those things. You're a, but you're a big man and you have, it, it attaches the fact. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, when I caught COVID, I had been, I, I had been, uh, two years without catching it. Went to Minneapolis, headlined the Comedy Corner Underground, caught it up there, came back to Memphis, could did two or three more shows, could barely breathe walking to the stage and back. And the way COVID works, it messes with everyone's body slightly differently. So with me, it made it look like I was having congestive heart failure, even though I didn't. It made my knee swell up to the point where I couldn't stand on it. Um, because it, right now I'm doing keto, sir, if you must know. Uh, that's what I'm asking you. What what is your what what is your daily intake of food? Is it you were probably eating a highly processed diet? You're on the road, you know what I mean. I was then strictly it, doing keto at the time, it sir. It has nothing to do with people being obese. Okay, I was strictly Why doing the keto diet, diet at the time. Keto doesn't mean you're not eating processed foods and things like that. I'm fat, man. I you know what I mean. I'm fat, and I'll fully admit that. 73% of fat people in America were the ones that were hospitalized due to COVID. It's the, it's the statistics. It's the numbers. You can't argue with them. You can get on the website, go look on the bears website right now, go look on the, the uh, CDC's website. You can look on different government organizations and they're going to tell you 73% of those people were fat. And it's because. Mm -hmm. the American, so if you take, and uh, let me ask you this, are you on vitamin D? Do you take vitamin D on a daily basis? Mm, I don't think that's part of my regimen. Okay. Do you take vitamin C on a daily basis? Not anymore. 94% of people in the United States are vitamin D deficient. Did you know that? Probably. So now they're coming out and saying that if you take vitamin D and, and, and get your vitamin D level, so you synthesize your immune system is able to synthesize antibodies towards the COVID virus, the different COVID viruses, you don't, you're, you're eating right, you're not obese, things like that. Then you then you will beat COVID. I can tell you my my personal experience. I'm fat. I'm fat as shit. The thing is, is I slept next to my wife, who had COVID. All my kids have had COVID. My wife's had it twice. My kids have had it three times, and they all in the same time. I'm the me and my youngest son are the only two in our household that's never experienced COVID. I just was in a truck. I drive a truck for a living. I had a guy training with me. We were using the same iPad. His entire family came down with COVID last week. He's got COVID right now. I mean, I took a test. I'm, I'm not experiencing any symptoms. And I think it's because, and, and you can verify this if you'd like, for years now, I've been supplementing my vitamin D and taking supplements and making, and I get my blood levels checked to make sure that my immune system is fully capable of fighting off a virus. Most of Americans are not in that boat. And that's proven by any any government organization you can pull up. I like you guys. I like you too. Hey, listen, just because we're having a debate and we disagree doesn't mean I don't like you. Mo, you're a fan. Oh no, man. that's there's no there's no hate in my heart here. That's why you said it. Yeah, like that's. But that's there's, there's, there's no hate in my heart here. I when I said I like you guys, I like you guys. I mean that. Oh, okay. 
I thought you, I, I wasn't I, being I, facetious when I said that. Okay. I thought he was coming at me facetious. <laughs> I get it now. He was genuine. Like the hard conversations are the one you got to have. The ones where you're talking to people that you don't necessarily agree with, but you still got to hear all sides of the story. You got to have. I'll, deba- I'll debate with you guys anytime you want to. I mean, I disagree with him and I think he's completely wrong, but I don't dislike you guys. Fair. What, but but how can you say that I'm wrong about COVID when I'm telling you the statistics and what's coming out in the in to the public now? I don't listen to anyone who wants to vote for DeSantis. That doesn't even, that doesn't even make sense, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. Well, fuck it. I don't even listen to no one that votes for fucking the Joe Biden. Then that was a joke. You missed it. <laughs> he did. He missed it. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. I didn't miss it. I'm joking too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here, here, here's the thing. Let's get let's get um let's get back off this subject because you know obviously here here's here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to I am going to research more into DeSantis. Okay. And Mo, as soon as I do that research, I'll con- I'm gonna email you or or we'll exchange phone numbers, whatever you want to do, and we'll get we'll get you back on here and I'll talk to you about why I'm not gonna vote for DeSantis or why I'm still going to vote for DeSantis. Is that fair? I don't mean I have no problem with that. Okay. Now I want you to do your research on this COVID shit and see if I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, show me the information that tells me I'm wrong because I'm not. I've done a lot of research into it. We've talked about it on a lot of our podcasts as well. <laughs> it, it's all I all I know is I'm fully vexed and mostly waxed. <laughs> We just got to know Mo a little bit more. So, so you're saying that your balls are waxed and everything? Is that what you're saying? I am. Just bought some brand new ball. Just bought some brand new uh, ball deodorant. We gotta make that feel good. So yeah, <laughs> seen that shit? Yeah, ball okay. deodorant. It so, really well, works. Look, all right. So sidebar. I work with a guy who swears by it. Mm-hmm. Swears by it. He's like, no, like he got it for Christmas. Like, like one of those kits got the ball. Like. Uh, deodorizer and uh-huh. deodorant in the the pH balance shit. Right. And he said he started using it, and he said it's like a game changer. He's like, he said like he doesn't get like swamp ass like when he's at work as much anymore. He said, and it's like his balls feel free, move loose. Like you know how you get swamp ass and it gets sticky. And yeah, like especially as a fat guy. Well, exactly. Well, and the guy he's heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I personally haven't used it, but I mean, just his firsthand experience and how he speaks about it. He like, and he talks about the brand that he uses. And he swears by it. He's like, I got it as a gift. He was like, I tried it. He was like, and I purchase it now. So, you know, what's fucked up is my friend, Ben, man. Um, he, and Ben, I want you to meet Ben sometime. He's actually, he's a DJ, but he had some music and some Kung Fu movies here recently and mm-hmm. India movies and all that. Anyways, he told me like six years ago, that his wife bought him ball deodorant and he was using it and shit like that. We made fun of that motherfuckers for so long. But then all of a sudden you start seeing all these ads for ball deodorant and shit like that. that. Shit must, I feel like there's got to be something to it if it got really popular. I mean, any, I think they, just any got, they just got great marketing all of a sudden because I'd never heard of ball deodorant before like six months ago. And now I see it every damn day. That's crazy. And then what, um, what brand do you use? Uh, I think it's called Manscaped. Oh, okay. No, yep. no, no. So, yep. I've seen that. That's the first company I, I, I saw it through because I bought the the lawnmower, the the grooming tool. Yeah, it's, it's clippers for yeah. your balls. It's got a ceramic head, and it's made so that it doesn't cut too right. close to the skin, so you don't nick yourself. 
I own that. Right. I've I heard it's really good. I swear by it. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's waterproof. You can use it in the shower, so you can just do it all in one fell swoop. You don't got to get hair everywhere. You can just wash it down the drain, do whatever. But Have you ever cut your balls with a razor? With yes. a, uh, a clipper? Before I that's got the terrible. Manscaped, I have. Bro, that's fucking terrible. It's, it burns like a motherfucker. Well, it burns, I'll tell you what. It I burns was, like you sweat after the fact. Well, so. here's the thing. is I was holding my fucking balls up, and I had my regular clippers, and I'm just clipping my hairs off my nuts, and I nicked it, okay? Mm. Fucking week later, man, I'm bar- I can barely walk because <laughs> I got this um, a boil in my nutsack. A boil popped up, and I had to go to the fucking... Was it a boil or ingrown hair? No, no, no. It was a... Well... It was probably an ingrown hair because you clipped it. Yeah, yeah it was. So I had to go to the hospital. I mean, it was some of the worst pain I've ever been through. I had to go to the hospital and lay there while this doctor fucking had my balls in her hand, fucking <laughs> slicing this thing open. Dude, it was the worst fucking hand job I ever had in my life. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Ingrowns are bad, especially on the nutsack. You still there, Mo? <laughs> I'm here. I'm just shaking my head. Oh, I got you. Um, just laugh, so, I'm laughing at the the hand job, blood. <laughs> it was a bad one, man. I I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And usually, I like, you know, I'm pro, I'm a big proponent of fucking hand jobs and things like that, or like sending your friends to a, a, a massage therapist that gives you a hand job or whatever. But I wouldn't send you this doctor to something to jerk you off, man. That's for sure. No happy ending. <laughs> so, hey, man. Um, we're getting to, to uh, pretty close to the, where we got to end it. I wanted to ask you, Mo, where are you going to be? Um, show dates. How can people get a hold of you? What's your website? All that good stuff. The website is moalexander.net. That's moalexander.net. Uh, basically, if you go to my Instagram, which is moalexander, moalexander, there's a little link tree in there. And you can find all my dates, all my merchandise, all my all the stuff that says pussy and cookies on it, all the stuff that says <laughs> Mo Alexander has a possum, all the stuff like that we got right there. Um, where am I going next? I'm in Auburn, Alabama for Saturday night at a place called Crown of the Comedy. And then at the end of May, I'm in Boise, Idaho for a month doing a whole bunch of, you know, uh, a week doing a whole bunch of shows all over Boise and Meridian and somewhere else. Where where and when are you gonna come up to uh northern Kentucky? When you yeah, when you come to the Cincinnati area so we can catch a show. Oh, oh, I have a show in Cincinnati area uh June twenty fourth. Make June. sure you shoot us an email so we can come out and see you in person. Yeah, I'm twenty fourth. Normally I normally play a place out there called uh, Go Bananas, but there's a place I'm doing some I'm trying to I'm I'm working out my new hour. I'm working out new material right now. So there's a little place called the Comet that does a show up there on Saturday nights. Two shows on a Saturday night. I'm up there June 24th. The Comet, June yeah. 24th. June 24th. The we'll Comet. Put that on our calendar. We'll yeah, we'll be there, there man, for sure. Where, Come on where, out, man. Come on out. I'm not, I mean, I just, as I said, I like you guys. I'm not being a dick when I say that. I meant it for real. Where Where can we buy tickets for that? Uh, probably on the Comet site. Uh, actually, if if that one ends up on my on my website, you can. There's always a ticket link there. If they have a ticket link up, that's where you buy the tickets right there. But the okay. the the, uh, the, sh- the place is called the Comet. Um, you know, after I get off here with you guys, I'll email you a link and uh, okay. nice. uh and then I'll send you a ticket link. But definitely come on out, bring some people. You know, I mean, you know, bring a litter yeah, box. We've got a decent sized group on Facebook. I'm sure we can put it in there and have some people uh, come out with us as well. I'm, I'm sure it'll be a good time. 
making the video. That'd be fun. That will be fun. I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. Um, so we will put all this in the show notes, Mo. I appreciate you, man. I know um we got into a little a little debate a little there debate. for a little bit, but I'm glad that we just were it, able it's to a, it's just a debate. Front. It was just a debate. There's no hate here. I'm you you have your ideas, I have mine. And if we can share them, what's the problem with us? We might not we might not agree on everything, but what's wrong with sharing an idea? Right. Well, as long as we can end up friends, which I think we did, man. So I'll put it in there, man, but I'll definitely get in touch with you, okay? All right, hit me. I'm gonna hit you up soon as I get out here. Sounds good, Mo. You have a good night, man. You too. Thank you for having me. Right. Appreciate you both. Bye. All right. Later. That was fun. <laughs>